0: Listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfund.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meets at StayClassyMeets.com where you can use promo code WIDEMEN, to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Attic Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WidemenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter, at Wide Jump. Now let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wide Men Can't Jump. I'm back. I'm Nate. I'm your host, and joining me, as always, the one and only from the great white north, that country up way close to the skies, Tim Dombrova.
1: Close to the skies? What the hell is that?
0: You're closer to the sky than I am.
1: Okay, we need to talk about how the Earth works. According to Kyrie
0: Irving, the Earth is flat, so you're closer to the sky.
1: Based on what?
0: Based on Kyrie Irving.
1: If it's flat, we're all the same distance away. That makes no no no, sense.
0: Nope, 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 nope. The map that you hang on the wall has you closer to the sky. (laughs)
1: Okay, with that logic, now I'm on, now I'm understanding where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, this isn't complicated. Okay, where did,
1: where did Kyrie Irving go to college?
0: <laughs> it all makes sense now. Everything. I didn't see that coming. Everything is adding up. We all understand. Yeah, this is now
1: very clear to everyone. I hope.
0: I I, I do believe you're correct, my friend, but. It is wide men can't jump. We have returned for another week and uh we may sound a little different as we're going about recording a completely different way now. It's kind of a test. This is our first episode doing She didn't know this is the first time Tim and I have actually recorded that we could see. So this is new to us and uh damn, do you have a face for radio, Tim? As he flips me off live on the air here. But, Nobody could see it. I okay. did.
1: Yeah. Well, where did you go to college? Lots of places. <laughs> that list is too long to divulge. Oh. this time, we got to... I Be just like heard trying it. to...
0: Trying to list the places Ed Boggess ate this week.
1: I just heard the computer banks at Nassau just turned on when I asked that question.
0: It's <laughs> so true. Oh, but man, what a week. What a week it's been. Here it is, Wednesday. What is it?
1: what is it with this show? And every time we record, it's just like we fall into a shit load of, like, nonsense. Every time. It just it's seems that way. We were well, on the air for the for when the COVID broke. We now, were. Now we're we're landing on a day when guys are teams are boycotting, which I don't know.
0: We'll talk about that. But yeah, uh, we also were on guy. the air. We were on the air when the sixteen upset the number one. I mean, this show has had some monumental <laughs> moments. That, we actually,
1: uh, we did, we we were on the air once when uh, Tom Robinson was sober.
0: Now that is the most unbelievable of all.
1: <laughs> that show did.
0: That show got canceled. That show did numbers. (laughs) Uh, We were on the air that time. Bogus Bogus had just a salad with light dressing. (laughs) Did you see
1: that lunch that he got today, by
0: the way? I wish his daughter would make my lunch, man. Jeez Louise. She knows her daddy.
1: Well, I don't know. There was no mozzarella sticks in that lunch.
0: Well, it's still a little girl. She can't use deep fryer.
1: Well, she could have got could have got her mom, you know, to make a quick trip down to the oh, sheets. She didn't so. want
0: to bother Whitney.
1: I think she bothered Whitney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I thought that was adorable, and I love the oh, fact, it, and it I love du- the fact that he packed the lunchbox. It is most
1: he had no choice in the matter, as any good father would do.
0: Absolutely,
1: your children will ask you to do things that may that other men or people, parents may think, uh, infringe upon your masculinity. But they don't. For your kids, anything is okay. It's not a problem. You man up. You, well, you don't even man up. You parent up.
0: Yeah.
1: And you do it and because you're a good dad, as Ed Bogus is. So kudos to Ed. But I still got to give the assist to Whitney because there was some work behind the scenes done there, I'm sure.
0: And I, and I really wish that my see, I, as, a, as a young father, I wish mine would just let me use the bathroom in peace. That doesn't happen when he's around.
1: Well, young they go – We'll go through that phase, and, uh, you know, not unlike a young – no, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to leave that alone.
0: Yeah, leave that alone. Moving
1: moving on.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, we got plenty to talk about on this show, and we may ruffle some feathers here at the beginning because we got to – this is the show that vows never to be political, but unfortunately we didn't bring the politics. The politics came to us. So we're going to talk – very little about it. I don't want to get into it. There's not going to be arguments. And if this if you don't like it, feel free to fast-forward. But we got to talk about this here. If you don't like it, sue somebody. And if you need to sue, I know the perfect guy you need to call. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen P. New, newlawoffices.com. Go check him out. You know, Tim, I talked to Steve the other night, Uh I had a legal issue that I needed taken care of. I have, uh, well, not here, but close to a piece of property that my family has purchased recently. We have a very nosy neighbor who wants to, he, he's constantly looking at the property and, and wanting to, to be around it, and, and he's constantly going there and, uh, you know, I wouldn't say he's like trying to steal anything cause he's not, he, he's not like that, but he's really just like, he's nosy about this property, very nosy. And I contacted Steve and I said, because this neighbor actually had a surveyor survey the property that we own. Wow. Yeah. And I said, this has got to be illegal. To do that, wouldn't you think that's illegal?
1: I would think they would have to go on your property to do it, which they couldn't do uninvited. So so
0: I called Stephen Pinu, sent him a message, and I said, hey, Steve, quick question. I said, we're not looking to, like, press charges or or do anything like that. We're just looking to, I'm just wondering, is this legal? Because this guy had a surveyor on our land surveying our land. You know, and didn't have permission, didn't ask, just did it. And did you know that, I'll give you, let me me pull up the response he gave me here. Because he he gave me a, a very, he says here, Neighbors are permitted to authorize a real surveyor to survey adjoining property to theirs. I did not know that. Well, I think that's bullshit. (laughs) Again, like it or not, that's the law. And if you need help with anything like that, Stephen P. New is the guy to get in contact with. So, again, he not only sponsors the show, he not only helps me and Tim out in cases that we need, Stephen P. New is just there to answer your questions. So check him out. New Law Office. Let's hear some more from Stephen P. New. Personal injury. Product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling one 800 208 9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169 Stephen P. New. Answers to your legal questions. Thanks again, Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com. Great sponsor here on the program. We love Steve, and, uh, you know, Steve does a lot for us and does a lot of good things. Now, you might want to sue somebody coming up here during this segment of the show, because this one's going to get uh, real. All right, so the NBA today... The Milwaukee Bucks, we're recording on Wednesday, Um, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, were scheduled to play the Orlando Magic in Game 5, and we're going to talk about the series, and we're going to talk about all the series here in a little bit, because there's a lot to get to with those, but (laughs) the Milwaukee Bucks uh, just refused to take the court today, and they were boycotting the game today as they and I'm looking here to to double check here they boycotted for uh the killing of of an unarmed black man by police and I'm trying to to find some
1: something, something Blake,
0: Jason Blake, uh,
1: Jacob Blake, something I'm, like I'm that. getting
0: Jacob Blake was the young man's name apparently shot a couple of times in the back um, the police are blaming a 17-year-old young man who was in no, the area.
1: No, 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 no. Wrong. That's two okay. different. That's two different.
0: Uh, my I two different yeah. areas here? Okay. That's two different I, stories. Okay. The, the boycott, you, you go ahead the, and explain. Okay. It.
1: First first off for me it's not a boycott. You boycott a product. You don't. This is a strike to me. This is different. At least in my opinion. But it but it okay. was it was against the uh, this Blake gentleman who was shot in the back apparently, well, not apparently, he was shot in the back. A couple um, times, wasn't it? Couple. Uh, there's different stories running around, but too many times. Uh, it was once, and that's too many. Right. Uh, there, there's he, just got to be a. I mean, he by all he accounts. Was armed correct. Uh, no, he had a knife. That's come out. Okay. Um. But regardless, like, okay, I, I, full disclosure, no point in beating around a bush. Let's call things what they are. Please don't I, I, beat around me. I got, you know, well, or on you. But anyway, um, I'm a, I'm a pretty conservative dude. By virtue of where I live and, and my age. But that being said, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around that There just there's got to be a better way like four cops now and i'm and i'm not i'm not necessarily throwing blame at them because i don't know what it's like to be a policeman either and i'm not a black person so i don't know what it's like to be a person of color either i'll use that term instead of black so that covers everybody um somehow the police have got to do better like that's a last resort to me when you get down to okay i'm going to shoot a guy in the back um, somehow that doesn't ring right in my head in the same breath. I understand a little bit where they're coming from when the guy who has had warrants out for his arrest um he's armed he's not the nicest guy either. no offense to him or his family or anything else, but i mean he he does have some kind of a of a violent past to some degree. Now, whether they knew that or not is another question, too, which I don't know if anybody's ever answered. But regardless, this just isn't the way to handle things, and something's got to change. And I don't know if it's – I don't know how that happens. I won't pretend to have answers. But too many people are – it just doesn't make sense to me. I I can't wrap my head around why that's okay. Now, that being – that being said, I don't like their response either okay. i'm not I'm not sure how canceling three basketball games does anything now. The argument at least what I've been seeing on social media is well, this is going to get people talking about the about what's going on. People were talking about what was going on there's been rioting going on all over the place since the George Floyd incident, so I'm not sure. I don't know how, it, how this changes the minds of anybody who was not already against the racism and those kinds of things. I'm not sure that it does anything. Maybe it does. Maybe somebody can make that argument. All I'm seeing on social media is the people who are already mad or who are racist, and there's lots of them out there, let's not kid ourselves, are like, well, okay, I'm done with the NBA and I ain't watching this, and maybe they weren't even watching anyway. And I just don't know. I want to see something more tangible. I want to see these guys. And we're talking about uh, how many millionaires play on
0: the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, More than hosts on Wide Men Can't Jump. Most
1: definitely. So how about instead of boycotting yourself, basically, or striking against yourself, which when the players are getting 50% of the revenue generated by the league, you're kind of taking money out of your own pocket. Now, you might make the argument that money is not the issue. Fair enough. But I still would like to see guys like, okay, John, Giannis, LeBron, and hell, I don't care who they are, anybody who plays in the in the league, even if they're not a regular player, let's get some kind of a thing going where these guys go into schools, talk to young kids. Uh, if we're ever going to change this crappy attitude that people tend to have towards people of color and let's not kid ourselves this is this is a fact i, I don't think anybody's with a brain is going to deny that fact you're not going to ch- you're not going to do it by peeing off 55 year old nba fans by not playing a game i don't see that that does much i think you got to go after young people and change their mindset before they get set in the ways of somebody like me who's a little older. And doesn't see things through the lens of, I don't want to use the term of millennials, but of younger people who have grown up differently than what I did.
0: Well, I'll tell you this much. I was surprised by it today as I was watching. And there was some, uh, well, there was some Sam Mitchell audio that was supposedly very powerful that came out today. And with Sam Mitchell, he's a very no-nonsense guy, and he was telling stories about, you know, him being a a young black man being pulled over. And again, I am a 30-year-old white man. I can't sit here and put myself in a black man's shoes. I can't. And it's not fair for anybody out there to try and do that, because you don't know. You can't. You can't look at people and say, well, if you just follow the law and do what the officer tells you, sometimes that's the issue, sometimes it's not. You can't say that because you are not that person in that, okay? Now, again, now I'm not saying that every situation of a cop is right or wrong. This is me. I'm, I'm on the fence here with this. I'm not saying all cops are bad, and I'm not saying all um, African Americans are bad either. There's both. There's bad cops, there's there's bad black people just like there's bad white people. There's bad everybody. Okay? It's a shame that this is a sports show and this has come to this. I'll say this with the NBA. With them taking the boycott today and if I'm if I was a betting man, we won't see if we see basketball Friday, that would be the earliest I would see us seeing a basketball game at this point. I don't think there'll be any games tomorrow. Five MLS soccer games have canceled today as well. It took one game, and now Milwaukee and the, the Reds uh, game has been postponed, boycotted, whatever you want to call it. Um, and notifications on ESPN just keep rolling in. Uh, a lot of people are saying NBA players have pain and frustrations. Uh, you had the baseball games canceled. You had the um, just a lot of games, a lot of stuff getting canceled, boycotted, what have you. Here's where I'm coming from in this. I hate that we're missing out on sports after going so long without them. And we were finally starting to feel, I wouldn't say normal per se, but we were starting to to get back into the rhythm of of having sports on every day. And I was enjoying that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, you guys need to shut up and dribble. You guys need to shut up and, and know your place and just entertain me. Hey, these guys have, you know, they have contracts, they have rules, they have bosses they have to deal with. So, and they're being dealt with. They've made a choice to take a stand. Now, a lot of people say, well, doing this did nothing. Honestly, this is the truth. Tim, Tim, you know for a fact how very, very little I actually watch the news, correct? Fair enough. Yes, you know that I'm not a news watcher. I don't keep up with it because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the news. I don't want to hear about any of the the political bullshit that's going on out there in the world. Because all of it just pisses me off. I'm so sick of politics. I'm sick of COVID. I'm sick of the the racism. I'm sick of the hate. I'm sick of all of it. And and I'd say most people are sick of it as well. I'd say John Q. Public is pretty much fed up at this point with everything. There's no good news. There's nothing positive that anybody has to say about anybody anymore. And I'm fed up with this. I don't watch it. This boycott today... For those of you that say, well, this did nothing, everybody already knew, I had no clue who Jacob Blake was. I had not heard this story. I had not followed it. I didn't know what happened. Nothing. I clearly and honestly did not know who Jacob Blake was until these NBA players boycotted this game today. Now, maybe that, maybe they're doing, maybe it's actually working. Because are there more people like me out there that don't follow current events, that don't follow what's going on in the world? Possibly, I'd say there's more people my age that don't. Because just let's be honest here, young people just don't care about modern news. It bores us, and we don't want to hear it. So again, this boycott. I'm not a. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm fully in favor of it, but I can completely respect the decision of the league to do so. I respect the teams that have chosen to do it. I'm not going to be angry that they did it. These are grown men that chose to make a stand on an issue that they feel is wrong. Now, could I do that at my job? Probably not, but they have that platform and they have that reach and they have that And they have that ability to do so. If you have the ability and you do it, does that make you bad? no, Does that make it right? No. Does it make it wrong? No. This is just a a touchy subject, and these men have chosen to do this to kind of take a stand. And that's my two cents on this whole situation, personally. Thoughts, Tim?
1: I have none.
0: And again, I just miss basketball. I hope it comes back. I hope these guys, I hope we can... Whatever they're hoping to accomplish, I hope it's accomplished. I do. I fully stand with this, and I support. Um, you know, I support the NBA, and you know, a lot of people don't like the kneeling of the flag, and and, I, and I'm fine with that. And, you know, if you feel that you're what you're doing helps you, and the your boss has no issue with it, then why should I? Uh, that's where I'm at. I've, so, you know,
1: okay, fair enough, and I don't disagree with you. Okay. Um, how how do you feel then about the NBA being partnered up with China?
0: I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about that deal.
1: Well, the, okay, it, you don't need to know anything about the deal except the fact that they have one with a country that regularly kills its citizens <laughs> without uh, batting an eyelash. Yeah, so,
0: that's true, and, that, and that's kind of a double standard.
1: That's all I'm getting at. I'm, I'm not saying that the right or wrong. I'm just saying. I would like to see uh, okay I, I understand why b l m is the... well let me is, let me ask is, you is this. the main talking let me point. ask
0: you this i don't know much about this deal china. Oh, okay china. are ahead. they in business with industry yeah. okay hold on i don't know much i don't know much about china i don't Go know ahead. much about the deal in china i don't know everything that's going on there are they in business with China? Or are they in business with Chinese businesses in China? Okay, well, what's the difference? The difference is, one is the government, the tyrannical government that suppresses its citizens, kills them, does these horrible things. The others are businesses that are there and are businesses. Businesses okay. don't usually kill people.
1: Well, I, I I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that uh, LeBron's shoes are made in Chinese factories, uh-huh. where Chinese people are paid slave wages. Okay, so so that they can sell his shoes and make big bucks. So okay, that's not surprising. No, it's not. But is it? But how come nobody's mad about that? Now, granted, that's not shooting people. i I'll, I'll give you that, but is that, like, you know, to me it's just, okay, if you're going to be outraged about stuff, I'm fine with the outrage, but the outrage needs to be across the, you know, it's like when you and I talk about right and left, okay, dumb stuff is still dumb. It doesn't matter who did it, yeah. you know, it's still stupid. So if we're going to be outraged about racism,
0: as it, we should be,
1: as, as we should be, yeah, no argument there, then that racism needs to cover the entire spectrum. It can't just be, or at least for me, anyway. It's hypocritical to go, okay, well, it only happens to these people here, and when it happens to these other people, that that's not in my yard. I don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, and that's and, and you're right. Honestly, uh, I have no answer for that, and I and honestly, I I don't know. That's that's something that that maybe the NBA is going to have to deal with that's other problems that they need to deal with as well again that's why i don't like getting political because when you do you go down this rabbit hole and there's so well, many things that can go right and wrong and, and this is just me and you having a discussion i'm not trying to offend anyone if you no, don't agree with no, me if you don't agree no. with my thoughts that's cool i completely understand yeah, me too uh,
1: i mean i get i'm not trying to tell anybody not to be outraged
0: absolutely absolutely I'm,
1: I'm just not understanding the response to the that your outrage is that the answer is boycotting the games. I don't see how I mean the ratings were and maybe maybe it's different as a as a as a player maybe that's a different lens than as a fan or an owner or the league. To me the league is already I mean, and we can get into we can kind of segue into this. Ratings are down twenty percent from last year, even into the playoffs. Yeah. Now, some of that is due to weekend, uh, you know, games on during the day and things like that.
0: Of course, COVID's not helping. It's not
1: helping, but in the in the same breath, uh, hockey ratings are up. So. You, I mean, and baseball's totally taking a bath.
0: They're they're well, speaking. Insane. Speaking of baseball, another game postponed tonight. Uh, that's the third baseball game. There was that three has been base, postponed.
1: There was three baseball games that I know of. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Except, like I said, I just don't understand. Like now, the basketball guys. Okay, if you're really poed and you really want to make a statement, everybody go home. Now that's a statement.
0: They've been talking about it. That's it. Okay, well,
1: now that's, okay, well, that's a statement that's got a little bit of teeth to it, at least.
0: There has been some talk. If I've, if I've read my, my ESPN updates correctly, there has been some talk. Uh, apparently the WNBA has came out and said they are united. WNBA games have been postponed tonight, which, I mean, let's be honest, who was really watching? The Mariners have decided not to play. Uh, let's see here. Jay Williams explains why there's a great chance of no NBA games in the near future. So there's a chance there we we may we may be looking at a while. According to Woj, the Bucks discussing the boycott of Game Five against the Magic. Uh, we shouldn't think that the playoffs would be canceled, but I, there's different reports going around. We don't know for a hundred percent. We don't think I,
1: that. Yeah, unless you're inside the bubble, who really knows?
0: Yeah. So there's been a lot of talk about you know should should they leave the bubble? Uh, should they stay, will there be, you know, any kind of Yeah, here it is. Mark Spears says NBA players are confused as to whether they should stay in the bubble or not. A lot of people were saying that because um because they were in the bubble that they were still playing that even with the statements on their jerseys, even with the Black Lives Matter all over the court, even with the everything that's been going on that they still hadn't made a difference and that people weren't paying attention.
1: Okay, but you're not going to make a difference on an issue this big in
0: weeks, months, years it's going to take. This this Isn't, is a this is a generational issue.
1: That's right. This is not something that you're going to fix you know, well, we don't like it, so we're not going to play a game for a day. Like I like I said, I understand why they're doing it, but they got to look at it long term. Which is why I still think they need to. I really think the NBA, the the players should get together with the owners because they got the money. Let's be honest, they do. Uh, uh, maybe you get, you know, ESPN in the states, uh, Fox Sports, whoever. You get some com- uh, some of the big companies involved. Then you go to the to the governors of states, and you come up with some kind of a plan to some kind of an educational thing, screaming your head off while it makes you feel better initially, doesn't really get results. I mean, I'm trying to be realistic about it. Like I said, you're not going to change the minds of any anybody who's probably over the age of probably 35 or 40. You're probably not changing their minds on anything. They're too set in their ways. It is what it is, good and bad. So don't bother with them. Go after the next generation of fans. Get them because little, you know, kids are much more receptive to these types of things than old people. Let's be honest. I, I got to call it how I... I mean, and I don't know about in the United States compared to Canada. That's maybe two different things. Uh, not that we don't have problems up here, because we do. But they're not anything like what your guys's are down there. Um, I don't know. I just... I feel like somehow they're kind of hurting the people who support them by not playing.
0: In a way, I can see that. I mean, I I just shared the story today on my Facebook. And I didn't say anything. I said interesting move, I expect more to follow. And there's been a lot of people have shared a lot of opinions. I don't know. Uh again, I can't I can't sit here and say One way or another, apparently every remaining player is meeting in the bubble tonight and and about a half hour ago to discuss moving forward. There's no plans to go home yet, but there are some grumblings. Now, again, you made the statement, if they leave the bubble, if they decide, you know what, we're done. We're not going to do this because this is bullshit and we're tired of it. That's a big move. That is a huge
1: well, move. It's a big move, and it's a huge move, but you better hope it works.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be, that's a lot of revenue lost. That's a lot of TV time that's been dedicated, gone. That's a lot of, like, look at what the NBA has paid to get these guys to that bubble. I mean. I,
1: I wouldn't be at all surprised, Nate, if, if you're an owner. And I can't speak to the political leanings of any of the owners because I don't know. But let's say you because uh, they are tend to be what older white dudes, except for Michael Jordan. You know, other than that, it's pretty much old old white guys for the most part. Okay, so I well or businessmen at the very least, we can leave the color out of it, even yeah. for that matter. Let's just say they're 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 businessmen. They're about what? All right, our our players have just taken a dump on our. Playoffs for good or bad, whatever way you want to look at it, don't matter. Um, so we've lost uh, all this revenue. We're already getting hit because of the COVID.
0: Yep, Yeah, hard.
1: Uh, all right. So I know for sure there's no way in hell I can afford to pay these guys whenever the next CBA comes up, which I don't know when that is. But there's no way that the uh, the salary cap and all that stuff, there's going to be changes. There's going to have to be. Which means players aren't gonna get paid what they were getting paid.
0: Well the reason that the um the reason that the they were getting paid what they were paid was from the T V revenues and now all those revenues are dropping, so the salary cap's gonna drop.
1: It has to. I mean and is ESPN gonna go, Well, you know how much how much effort and time do we want to throw at this if there's a chance that these guys aren't gonna start the season? Which, because, to me, if you're going to boycott the playoffs, I mean, I don't know how you don't. I mean, what, what change has to occur for you to go back, I guess would be my question. Now, maybe they're figuring that out. Twenty twenty-three, twenty
0: twenty-three, twenty twenty-four 2023, 2024 is the next, uh, that's how long this runs through. So, the summer of 2024 into 2025 will be the next collective bargaining agreement. I wonder
1: what the, I wonder what the TV contract it looks like.
0: And whether I, I the don't.
1: and whether they all have an out, well, because if they're not going to get these playoffs, somebody's paying for it. Oh, somebody
0: will pay. I guarantee that.
1: Now, granted, most of the owners can take that hit, but but how long will oh, they be hey, willing to bil- take? How that many
0: billionaires it? do you know that want to lose money? I don't know exactly. any. money.
1: Yeah, it's not that they can't take it; they just won't. I mean, are we going to see? Are we going to see some fundamental shift? In how sports business, or how, the, or at least in the NBA anyway, uh, hockey didn't follow along. There was a little bit of grumbling, but the games went on tonight. But that's yeah. a different—that's a different demographic. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, the hockey demographic doesn't reach what the NBA demographic does in terms. Well, of, and it's not a terms uh, of viewership and people that watch. Well, and it's a different.
1: I mean, although I did see somewhere today that eighty percent of the NBA television audience is white.
0: Huh. Now, I don't that's know if a that's a big number.
1: Yeah, I would have thought it was less than that. But then again, I guess if you do the math, I mean, what, POC is 13%, I think, or 15% of, of the population of the United States. Yeah. So really, maybe it's not that crazy a number. But I guess when you think about it. But, like, up here, I mean, you know, the Raptors, most of, most of the country was kind of like, meh, you know, okay, you're not going to play, eh, whatever. All right, fine. (laughs) We
0: we still got hockey. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And, I mean, now, granted, the NBA probably doesn't really care too much about the Canadian audience because of the numbers, but...
0: Uh, I, I don't agree with that. They, listen, if there's one thing I've noticed since the Raptors, the past few years have been contenders, they have been, the NBA has noticeably been pushing how great the Raptors fan base is and how... The Raptors have this great home court, and this this Look. city loves this team. And, and it's true. That's all the same true. Time, they care. They care about that Canadian demo. I don't okay. care what anybody's. Doing. Canadians are different than, than
1: Americans when it comes to, you know, that kind of thing as well. If that's what they're going to do, meh. You know, you're not going to see any great amount of, I mean, you you're going to see them. You're going to see the media get behind it because that's, what the media does these days.
0: You also have to remember that we're living down here in America that we, and this is this is me included, we live in an area in time in America where if your opinion is different, you're wrong, you're a fucking moron, and here's why you should agree with me. And if you yeah. don't, you're an idiot
1: and go away. Yeah, and it doesn't matter facts or anything
0: else. No, do don't not facts. Answer. Facts yeah, do, do no, not get in the way. Facts yeah, do, will never get answer in the way. Ch-
1: They do never trump my feelings or opinions on this subject, even if I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Facts will never get in the way of a good story. is my. I mean, that's why I I will, at the end of the day, I
1: am willing to put my own personal opinions, because I don't have facts, because I'm not a person of color. So I won't say my feelings. They're my feelings. That's all they are. I won't put them in front of the black people. I keep saying black, because let's be for as far as the n b a thing goes, this is a black thing, it's not a personal color thing. I'm not counting Latinos in on this or anybody else um I'm not one I can't say, and i will i will for my last thing on it okay. i don't- lo- I don't like that they canceled the games, part of that is because I don't get to watch any, so that yeah.
0: That that rips. was really my big thing was man, yeah, so that, I hate so talking to watch basketball. So that
1: rips me. I don't understand how if you're gonna if you're mad about what's going on and you're not gonna play, okay. But if you're looking for anything to change anytime soon, that's not happening. Even if everybody gets on board, it's going to take a while to to get that kind of a change to happen. That's not something. I mean, you've been protesting since what? I don't even know, but, like, I guess with any amount of vigor since the 60s. Yeah. As far as I know, I could be wrong on that, but I'll go back to the Rosa Parks thing and the schools in Alabama and all that stuff. So it's already been 60 years, and let's be honest, we really haven't seen much of a swing. Maybe a tiny bit, but not very much.
0: Well, I wouldn't go that far. Civil Rights Act was a big deal, but I mean, we could go into the history. And okay, all but that. it didn't. But as far as the
1: optics go, it changed nothing.
0: Well, that's, no, you're not going to change feelings, and, and trying to right. change, trying right. to change feelings of, uh, like you said, of an older generation that's set in their ways, especially you know, it's not going to work. You've got to right now. The only way we're going to get rid of racism is to teach our children that racism is not okay. And that's when we're it. gone, when we're gone then maybe there's a chance.
1: Hopefully. Well, and, and it's just, like, I mean, it's it's so stupid. It is. I mean, like I said, and this has got nothing to do with right and left even for me. No, it doesn't. It's just dumb. People, people are people. Yep. Exactly. End of, our, a, end of story. There's end nothing of, more than, And
0: that. And that's the Wide Men political update.
1: Yeah. All there's right. no more to say about it. That,
0: so, so, moving on. We all on. agree. Let's move on and talk about what's actually important with sports, and that's sports. All right, We'll talk about that on the other side of this break after we hear from our good friends over at Stay Classy Meats, where you can get the best meat to make a good barbecue that you ever wanted to have. Tim, do you like good barbecue? Damn straight. And then you need to damn straight head over to Stay Classy Meats. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code Men. but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a three pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to com right now. Thanks again to Stay Classy Meats, our great sponsor for some damn straight good barbecue, as Tim would say, as he loves him some good oh, barbecue. Yeah. Man, ain't barbecue great? It's one of the greatest
1: things going, I believe.
0: It, it uh, really. I,
1: uh, I think it's got to be top ten at least,
0: uh, easily. Maybe I higher. barbecue ranks on the bogus scale of beautiful eats?
1: I don't know because the bogus scale is not.
0: It's like the Muda scale only with barbecue.
1: Like it's not a. Uh, how do I put this? I don't. I don't want to offend Ed. But I feel like there really isn't a scale. If you can eat it, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much good. If
0: it goes in my mouth and it tastes good, I eat. I mean, <laughs> the only thing I've ever really
1: seen him pan is you don't like Diet Coke.
0: I'm with him on that one. Diet Coke kind of
1: bullshit. And fine. I mean, whatever. But that's not even a food.
0: He's the only guy I know that likes candy corn. <laughs> I can't it doesn't, do yeah,
1: okay. But it doesn't just like it. It's like hardcore about the, his love of it. It's not like this is okay and I'd have some. It's like no, I give me, bring is so nasty. bring me I got to wonder if he eats those uh, Halloween candies in the black and orange, you know, they're oh. kind of they're kind of that toffee caramel concoction. Where of, do those come from? <laughs> those those are, that is all the old candy that gets taken back melted well, down, and then sold as that garbage. Cause those, they, things, those things were around when I was a kid 40 years ago, and they, they were God-awful then. They just show up. Nobody buys them. Nobody will buy them. They just show up at your house. It's kind of like the ultimate fu to kids on Halloween is to hand them out.
0: <laughs> oh, we had one bastard here on Halloween. He used to hand out apples. apples used to make
1: me mad. And I also I have to be honest, it's not because I don't like popcorn. I just don't want it for Halloween. You didn't like the popcorn balls? No, man, I want packaged sugar.
0: You know, I like popcorn balls, but I hate trying to eat them. I really do.
1: I don't want them from my neighbor, though. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I just or people I don't know. Like, give me a you know a candy bar, some chocolate. I'm okay with like licorice and other things. Like you ugh, can get licorice. A, oh, a licorice is great. You've never made fun of nibs.
0: I don't eat that crap. It's oh, nasty. All, of it. all it's of a of them rubber.
1: Nip, all of them nibs. Yeah. And, and not a racial way.
0: We had a woman who uh, used to hand out cans of pop for Halloween.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, no. See, I'm on board with that. That's a good move.
0: Yeah, she and she, man, she always had some good pop. So we'd hit her house first. That way, we had something to drink while we were going to get our candy. So you do, uh, you do like Bill Burr
1: did when he was a single man, handed out uh, full size Snickers.
0: Oh, those were the houses you went and, to. And
1: he would and he said, you know, he said, and I would tell kids, you tell them where you got this. Nobody can trump this. I'm going to put two more in your bag, so you got to walk lopsided.
0: Momentum, uh, I hate to bring this up here, but this is just breaking. Momentum for NBA to not play Thursday. Players meeting is centered on whether they should continue the playoffs or end the season. So we have that to worry about at this point in time. Uh I'll tell you what, we need to cheer up. Because this has been kind of a downer so far. I only know one way to cheer up. Well, I know a lot of ways to cheer up. But I know only one way on this show to cheer up. If you want to go to Twitter, this is where you need to do it. Bogus, get ready to dance. It's time. Due to the incompetence of our producer, Rusty Shackelford, this clip that is normally played here is not available. Shackelford, you will be fired over this. That's right. It's Bush League back yet again this week. Three nominees on the wide man twitter page head on over at wide jump check it out don't want to miss it tim i know you're excited tim is the only judge for bush league we ever have one of these days we're going to get like a celebrity guest judge for bush league steve (laughs) new we'll get us a celebrity judge for this but all right three nominees this week for bush league are you ready tim
1: uh, I am as soon as I can figure out how to. There we go. Okay, we're good.
0: Tim forgot how to Twitter. No, All I'm right. good. Are you ready? All right, I was ready. Here before we go. I okay, I apologize. I didn't hear you. All right, here we go. Our first nominee, Evan Fournier. He he takes a pump fake off the dribble there against the Bucks and goes in and ugh. You know what that is? That's, oh,
1: goodness. that's uh, that's uh, not wiping the, your hands after eating the chicken fingers, right there.
0: <laughs> you ever watch or the is? Longest Yard? The new Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, it's where uh, they get the well, they get the backup guy in there, and he goes, ah, and he fumbles the ball, and he just goes, I ah, shouldn't have had that popcorn." <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm seeing here,
1: dude. Th- th- that is a horrible remake of what was a good movie.
0: There's not many good remakes out there. There's a few, but not many.
1: It's not a horrible remake, but trying to compare Adam Sandler to Burt Reynolds. My God. Really?
0: Well, at fair least enough. they had
1: Burt in the movie. Give him that. Okay, fair enough. One right. point. But One you know spot. what
0: that is? For Evan Fournier, that's that's Bush League. Our next nominee, Fred Van Vliet coming off the court High fives all around, except for Coach of the Year Nick Nurse. Nick didn't, he, didn't this happen to Nick Nurse before? I feel like nobody wants to high five Nick Nurse. Is there didn't, something wrong?
1: Yeah, didn't we have a clip where Nick was getting went for the high five and got left hanging? Yeah,
0: he did. He keeps getting he gets left hung all the time. He's trying to high five. Looks like Jim Valvano trying to get a hug. nobody wants to high-five Nick Nurse. I mean, he did pat
1: him afterwards when he goes by him, if you watch. He misses the hand, but he does give him a slap on the ass. So, I mean, he he did acknowledge him at least, but... (laughs) Poor Nick Nurse. Nick's just got to learn to keep the hands down and not, you know, unless somebody (laughs) offers, he just needs to not go out there. I just love
0: love the fact that even when nobody high-fives him, he still tries to high-five. Like he just air high five something he doesn't care
1: what's with the elbow scratch at the end of this clip
0: you had an itch your elbow every itch I oh. don't
1: know people will wonder why I had my arm out. maybe I'll just maybe it in
0: yeah his chair. yeah something like that probably but
1: oh what a putz.
0: van Vliet and Nick nurse you know what it was oh yeah it was Bush league Ball. our final nominee we seem to have more and more of these every week this is one of those uh, Benny Hill moments between the Nets and Raptors. As the Nets have a chance at tying the game to force overtime, but, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Ooh, the poor Nets. They just fall down, literally fall down, and turn the ball over.
1: Again, I'm starting to blame that, uh, what was the strip club's name? <laughs> Can't remember right hand. It was something, something city.
0: I can't remember <laughs> the Lou well, Williams
1: Strip Club. Yeah, I think a lot of guys were eating the wings because there's a lot of slippery hands out there.
0: Oh God, I got to find it now. I, I have to know the name of the strip club. I was
1: I Diamond City.
0: It was something like that. Something uh, like that. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to. I mean, I'll find it. Don't give me for it. not
1: being able to remember the name of a strip club, but. Magic City, Magic, Magic City. There we go. Yeah, I think there was a few guys visiting Magic City.
0: Apparently, oh man, but unfortunately for the Nets, uh, not looking good for them. And that clip right there, you know what it was? It was Bush League. All right, three nominees. Tim, what do you think? Who gets the nod this week for Bush League?
1: I'd like to announce that I'm going to boycott Bush League.
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good, actually. I got to kick I
1: that. like that. Um, you know, in honor of the Bucks, I'm going to uh, go with the first one.
0: Okay. So, our Evan Fournier. Go congratulations, Evan.
1: He wins a trip out of the bubble.
0: He wins a trip all the way to Magic City. Congratulations to Evan Three coordinate. wings. Got a 10% off discount coupon for him. <laughs> as long as you drop Lou Williams' name, you're good. Probably. All right, well, we've got plenty of NBA now to talk about here. Let's let's at least update a little bit with what's going on. Uh, we were supposed to get tonight the games that did not happen uh, were. Let me see. We were supposed to get Orlando, Milwaukee, Houston, and Oklahoma City, and Portland and Los Angeles. Now, Portland, Los Angeles. If the Lakers were to win tonight, they would defeat the Blazers in that series and move on to the second round. And Damian Lillard was not going to play tonight. Kind of seemed like uh, the magic run that the Blazers were on was coming to an end. They've lost three straight to the Lakers now,
1: and didn't uh, look and didn't look good.
0: No, no, they haven't looked good since that really that first game. LeBron, Anthony Davis and company, they've been pretty much unstoppable. As we kind of figured they would be once they got it going, but man oh man, they're gonna have I think they're gonna have some issues. I really do with their lack of production from the bench. I really think they're gonna have issues there. Caldwell Pope, Danny Green, just guys are not stepping up and hitting. I know they get Rondo back, but I don't know. Portland just seems like they've run out of steam. So far, Lillard and McCollum have both been hurt. Uh, Portland looked good early, but this series looks like it's pretty much over.
1: <laughs> More ways than one, apparently.
0: Well, yes, of course. But um kind of looked like with Damian Lillard being out, the white flag was kind of being waved here at this point. Believe it or not, the East, um, <laughs> if you look, The East. We had four sweep three sweeps and a three one game heading to game five. Uh the Magic were the only team to get a win against the Bucks that were a lower seed. The Heat swept the Pacers, which was actually I was surprised. I thought that would be a better series than what it was. Um the Heat looked good, man. Jimmy Butler's got the boys ready to go. I guess he's bitched enough to where second round of the playoffs can't he get past that uh what we assume will be the Milwaukee Bucks uh at this point but we'll have to wait and see. You know, if I'm saying all this assuming we're going to get back to basketball. All right. So take all that for what it's worth. Um what do you think about the Pacers here cuz they did make some moves. They fired Nate McMillan. He's gone. Um so no no Nate McMillan is head coach anymore. The Pacers just kind of seem like they're they get there and then they just don't perform there.
1: I read that uh, uh, whoever the general manager is in Indiana, which I can't remember his name right now, um, they just felt that there was too much mid-range game from Indiana and nothing else. Um, I don't know that I quite understand that. I guess they're trying to say they're not. Too much emphasis on the mid-range game on offense and too much emphasis on defense. Now, I'm not sure if you can say that you had too much emphasis on defense when you just got <laughs> when you just got hammered and they're out but i guess there's
0: a i guess there's a big difference in defense and good defense
1: i guess um and i mean by all reports, he was a bit of an old style coach, so the players yeah you know kinda iffy on him and we all know that stuff starts to matter at some point. So I guess, and again, you know, it's the easiest thing to do, right? Can't blame the players because there's too many of them to get rid of. So you just try the coach, see if that'll help. Because um, they didn't look very good. I only watched one game of this series. They didn't look very good. Uh, yeah,
0: they re- they really didn't at all. They they really didn't look good. And, and that's a shame because you've got so many good players on that team. You know, Malcolm Brogdon... Uh, Victor Oladipo. Still seems like they're missing one guy. TJ Warren was on fire during the seeding games, but he kind of vanished once the playoffs started. They're missing one more guy. Miles Turner hasn't been it. I don't know. Uh there's there's a mystery there that we'll have to we'll we'll we will delve into that more in the off season. Forever, however long the offseason is whenever the offseason starts uh, i did read adam silver said he wasn't for sure when the next season would start he was thinking march maybe but he again he doesn't know so i'm confused Man,
1: that's that's a long time
0: I, again i don't know he's he says he's worried about the covid situation i don't know if he wants to wait and see if he can go back and have the 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 regular season be played like uh normal. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're what we're getting into well, here. Well,
1: to, to not get into it too much, but hockey is already looking at a four-city Canadian bubble where they will put eight teams in each uh, bubble, uh-huh. play the games that they have to play against each other like they would in a regular season, however many that would be, and then take a week off and move teams to the next bubble.
0: Hmm. That now, would be
1: interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how that plays out. But, I mean, they I mean they just announced four weeks of nothing. So, I mean, the bubble works.
0: It does. But We've seen a that. Little,
1: maybe a little hard on the players. They might have to try to figure out a way. Maybe with eight teams, maybe there's room for some family
0: Absolutely. Inside,
1: the, inside the bubble, maybe. That make, makes it a little easier on the players because... Uh, to get back to the NBA, I believe it was who was it? Was it Chris Paul or I can't remember now. Or Paul George, one of one of the two, anyways. About his mental health, that's why he played so bad for the first three yeah, games. Yeah, Paul George, Paul, Paul George. George, right? Okay, and that and that he was he was having trouble. He didn't realize how isolated he was going to feel inside the bubble. So maybe there's some, there's some room to work on that aspect of the bubble if they get around to that point, but for basketball anyway. But, uh, yeah, uh, back to the Pacers though. Uh, something got to change there. Too, too good a roster to be with such a bad, uh, showing.
0: Well, they, they really didn't have a, a great, great run in these playoffs. Speaking of bad runs, uh, let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers, shall we?
1: Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Tom Robinson's
0: lunch. Well, tomato, tomato. Uh, the, the Boston Celtics sweep the 76ers, who played most of this series without Ben Simmons. Subsequently, uh, Subsequently, Brett Brown was fired after this series, as we expected, and apparently... He was quoted, they, they on his way out, uh, a lot of places said, you know, Brown was the guy who led the 76ers through the process and into the playoffs. The process didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Process isn't even there anymore. The best thing, the, the best you got out of the process was a second round beat. You made it to the second round, you got beat. Your process is bullshit. Huh? Yeah, Almost all sorry. your players are gone.
1: Sorry, but it is, and the, the the Philadelphia 76ers have got a heart issue, in my opinion.
0: They've got a lot of issues. They've got some issues they need to address. They've got a point guard who can't shoot, all right, and he, he's a he's a stat patter. He can't shoot, ladies and gentlemen. He cannot shoot. You cannot play pick-and-roll basketball in the NBA with Ben Simmons as your point guard, unless he learns how to shoot. He can't shoot. He's awful, Okay. So, well,
1: or or at the very least, you have to have somebody else on the team that's, you know, you need a James Harden kind of guy that he
0: can give the ball to. The only re- and that's why it worked with Jimmy Butler. That's why it was working. It was working with him. But Jimmy yeah. Butler didn't want to be around these guys. And Jimmy Butler's an asshole anyway. Screw him too. Joel Embiid is a great player. He is. He's also a head case. He's got an ego the size of the state of Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, he's he. if he was only half as good as he thinks he is.
0: Absolutely. And a lot of people were talking about Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice played him well, I thought, in that series. I mean, yeah, Embiid scored a lot, but Tice did well playing against him. Tice had momentum against him. Ennis Cantor didn't play the best defense on him, because Ennis Cantor doesn't know what defense is. But, I mean, good God, they were allowing Embiid to get his. And then they were like, okay, Tobias Harris, now Horford beat us. Al Horford's contract is one of the worst contracts in the NBA right now. Is he, on,
1: man, is he on the 180 million dollar job is that his?
0: I don't know if it's 180, but it's like 160
1: something like that. It's he's too big. Like,
0: he's on 100, I think it's 120. I I seriously believe that.
1: It's too much whatever it is because he wasn't worth
0: 10. I mean, it, he wasn't even putting up double digits. It was it was terrible. Let me see here. Here's let's find Al Horford's contract. Al Horford signed a four year contract with the 76ers for hundred and nine million dollars. Lord. hundred and nine million dollars you gave Al Horford for that performance? Hell I'll do it for I'll do it for three million. You just saved hundred and six million
1: dollars. <laughs> I can throw up air balls for fifty grand.
0: If you want somebody to suck, sign me for three million. At least you'll know what you're
1: getting, and I won't try to tell you I don't suck.
0: Exactly, and I just cleared you up a hundred and six million dollars worth of cap space,
1: and I'll be a Excuse good teammate.
0: You. Oh yeah, I'll be the best teammate you ever wanted.
1: You don't even have to play me; I'll just I'll sit on the you bench cheerily.
0: I'll bring I'll you good coffee.
1: coffee. get coffee. I can I do that. Care.
0: What What you want? I'll get. I'll go to the strip club with Lou. Will we'll get some wings. I'll be the oh. best teammate ever. <laughs>
1: I'll go early and hold your front row seats.
0: I will. I, I'll, I'll get up. I'll go.
1: I'll sit and I'll, coach. I'll do, like, uh, uh, reconnaissance. I'll have, like, the girls' names and their yeah. likes and dislikes for you when you get there. Yeah. I'll try them out for you. Don't order the wings tonight. Cindy's not working.
0: Yeah. See, you I, got plenty, I got plenty to think about here. Th- just throwing it out there. Still young enough to get the job done. All right. Oh, but, see, no, see, but that, I'm totally different. I'm too
1: old to care about what's going on on the stage. I'm going to be, like, ah, zeroed ah, in on them
0: wings, baby. You know you're know, you know you're old when it, you go to the strip club Don't and you try. really want to try the food.
1: <laughs> or you complain about the
0: music. <laughs> you know, that's the only place I've ever been where they played Nickelback and I wasn't mad.
1: They're not playing any Hades hits, Nate. <laughs> this strip club sucks. I don't like this club.
0: Dancers. <laughs> the oh, there's dance. Oh, I, I thought look. I didn't look up there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought WAP stood for Where Are Pictures of Spider Man.
1: But I didn't really think it was that warm in here. Why are these girls not wearing clothes?
0: Uh, it is cold in here now that that one took her top off. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh goodness! And there's the buffet. Oh
1: hey Ed, <laughs> Bogus. Now, the Bogus buffet. Report. I should they say. do
0: the they do the best. He says they do the best breakfast buffet in town.
1: <laughs> I don't think Ed Bogus goes anywhere near strip clubs.
0: A <laughs> chicken strip club, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's, got, he's got a subway. he got a subway club card.
0: <laughs> I bet I remember those. <laughs> Yep. He's
1: got a Subway Club card, but they threw him out of there because, hey, there's no possible way you could already have 10 stamps on this thing.
0: Oh, man, what was it? You get 12 stamps and you got a free footlong?
1: You have to explain oh. to the people at Subway, you know, you know guys aren't the only Subway in town, you know. <laughs>
0: The Subway Club card. Oh, man. Oh, there's a that's oh, the right there. I haven't seen a Subway Club
1: card in years. I, I think they got rid of that when they found out that there they was... Got
0: rid of everything that's
1: good. There was a lot of guys like Jared that didn't have any problems getting 12 shots on that card in an afternoon.
0: Yeah, people were actually using it.
1: Yeah. Lord forbid, well, they don't want that. They want you to barely use it. Or they exactly. want you to come in, or they want you to come in and buy like you know stuff that has got nothing to do with that card. Like get a drink, get twelve <laughs> cookies. Well, not the bogus minds cookies, mind you, but
0: you know they actually the the, uh, the silent winner at Subway is that broccoli cheese soup. I'm telling you,
1: I've heard things about it, but I'm not the biggest broccoli fan. But
0: I, dude, I'm telling you, broccoli cheese soup from Subway, man, it's a. Uh, it's it's slept on and it it's good. It's very good.
1: I'm saying, you know, the Tim Hortons is like that up here too. The soup at Tim Hortons is spectacular.
0: You know, and, I've never been I've never been to a Tim Hortons.
1: And has no reason to be because I mean it's a donut place and yet the soup there is just like
0: yeah. top notch. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm kind of hungry. In case you couldn't tell, yeah. but anyway, we well, we're we're
1: we're just gearing up for next week's show where it's Wide men
0: restaurant review. <laughs> yeah, because there won't be any sports. <laughs> there won't be any sports. So Nate and Tim watch Monty, Monty Python. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, back to the sports. Get um,
1: me a shrubbery. <laughs> I warned you. <ya. laughs> a nice one, not too expensive. <laughs>
0: Why well, it's
1: just a little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is! What behind the rabbit? No, it is the rabbit. <laughs> oh! oh. Then he tells him to go and chop his head off, and then they all get eaten, and then he has to scream out my favorite line: "Run away, run away!" Run away. And then he tells, uh, then he tells Sir Robin, and you, uh, I, try, I warned you. Oh, shut up, Robin, and go and change your armor. <laughs> oh man! All There's right, no in existence. But anyways, back uh, to the,
0: the Raptors. Not surprisingly, swept the Nets. So second round matchup already ready to go. Raptors and Celtics. They were supposed to play tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Yeah, they were supposed to play tomorrow oh, at six thirty. I'm gonna
1: go on record. We ain't seeing no basketball tomorrow. It's not no, happening.
0: and I'll be actually surprised now if we see any by Friday, with the way things are going. Not seeing it uh, at this point. We may if we. I think if we get any basketball, it might be Monday. If a big if. Um. Let's jump over now to the Western Conference because it almost looks like the East is going to be set up how we thought. They kind of went by the numbers here. Looks like it's gonna be Bucks Heat and Celtics Raptors. Bucks look like one more game. We've got a few series here ready to go. Uh Lakers probably gonna beat Portland at this point with they're up three one, Lillard's hurt. I don't see Portland coming back. Do you Tim?
1: The only way the Lakers lose to the Portland is if I don't know, the wings get poisoned or something like that and it kills LeBron and Anthony Davis. Would we'll take new. Oh. And even then, they
0: they still got a shot. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'll tell you what. There's been been a great series between the Rockets and the Thunder. Been a really good series. Rockets jumped out to a quick two zero lead, and I'm not a big Rockets fan, mind you, but uh, they've done a good job there. The Thunder, though, two straight they've won and brought it back to two two. We got a series now. Was I believe game five was supposed to be? Yes, game five was supposed to be tonight. And uh again, postponed, but man, Rockets Thunder, been a really good series. Uh Chris Paul, yeah, a friend of mine sent me this the other day. And you know what? He may make a point here. He goes, I know the MVP race will go to probably Giannis or LeBron or somebody like that who led their team to the number one seat. He goes, but if you look at that Oklahoma City team and what everybody thought they were going to be with what they had. Chris Paul may be the MVP of the league this year. And. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Oh, come on now. Dude,
0: he's done so much.
1: You want to take that out in editing? No. Have you you ever heard of a guy named LeBron, Nate?
0: Now, look, I don't think he's going to win. Giannis is going to probably win back to back MVP. Well,
1: he he won, what, Defensive Player of the Year? That was today, wasn't it? Yes.
0: that yesterday? Uh, Giannis won that, yes. He won Defensive Player of the Year. He'll probably win MVP. If not, <laughs> it'll probably be LeBron. How
1: did James Harden not win that award?
0: <laughs> the O lay defense of James Harden.
1: Well, isn't isn't it his his Stellar offense is a good defense, isn't that how <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> it's not, it's not it's the other
0: one? You know, and everybody's counting Mike Dantoni down. Like, he's getting fired at the end of this year, too. Like, they're already saying the Pacers are likely to make a bid for Mike Dantoni after his contract is up. Because apparently, this is the last year of his contract, and nobody thinks Houston's going to renew him. Even, well, if they don't. They not. But. Yeah, if they don't, he ain't going to be out of work for long. Mm-mm. No way. Like, 76ers, Indiana, they'll all make an offer. Um,. But Oklahoma City has been a surprise here. They've gave Houston all they can handle. Chris Paul, Shea Gilgis Alexander, who had some great play from Stephen Adams because Stephen Adams is making Houston pay for not having a big. Their biggest man on the court has been Daniel House or Rob Covington. They are running four, they're running five small guys out there and I'm sorry i'm just I'm not seeing how you're gonna win a championship like that while bigs are not what they once were they're not as coveted as they once were in the n b a you still need them in some way even but now you know you got seven footers guys like that shooting uh three pointers and everything. well,
1: there's no reason why a seven footer can't shoot three pointers at least every now and then,
0: yeah, I mean no reason for it but Running five goals. Oh, is that your broker
1: with your uh, WWE stock increase Actually, there? that oh. was
0: a WWE update, believe it or not. Um, but anyway. <laughs> was, that,
1: was that the Vince, Vince McMahon update that Vince's life matters? <laughs> the, hell, the hell with everything else?
0: Um, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. But I'll say this, though. The Oklahoma City-Houston series has been really interesting. I've enjoyed watching the games. I'm pulling for Oklahoma City, the, the little engine that could here. I'd like to see it, uh, you know, because again, Westbrook not being there has hurt with his injury. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what what Houston can do here.
1: I hate to go back to the wrestling, but I got to admit I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't see Sean Connery in the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good lord. Apparently Karrion Cross got hurt. Uh, I saw in that, that.
1: uh We yeah. better we, we better keep up um, on this because we might need to talk about this next week.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's your NXT update for tonight. So apparently there's gonna be a fatal four way Iron Man match for the NXT title. Right. <laughs> Random NXT We're updates. Not right against that. Well couple more series to talk about here. The uh The one that's really been fun has been the Mavs and the Clippers. The Clippers were up, or it was 1-1, or 2-1, excuse me. Clippers were up 2-1. Luka Doncic goes insane and drops 43 points with 17 rebounds and 10 assists and hits a game-winner. And uh, they were down one, and I think it was overtime. And he drops a game winner, a shot from way out. And, uh, man, oh, man, <laughs> tied the series up at two. Luka goes off. And a lot of people are saying, you know, this is this young man's first playoff series. No Chris Stapps, porzingis these past few games. You know, is Luka potentially the best player in the NBA in a few years? Hard to argue it. True.
1: Sorry, I, I got sidetracked. I was reading.
0: So, <laughs> I was fine. reading.
1: So, well, I was reading something by Woj here to see what's.
0: Yeah, we're trying to keep up on the news updates. There's been a lot coming out. If we see or hear anything while we're live here, recording, uh, live recording. Yeah, I'm not should...
1: sure if Chris Mannix is in the bubble or not. Writes for Sports Illustrated, anyway. Uh uh-huh. um, Players are speaking passionately about voting and police reform. There's a sense from some that if owners don't come up with something that makes them believe staying will help move these issues forward, the season is done. Hmm. That was 17 minutes ago, and then Woj posted, uh, as per a source in that meeting, we're trying to figure out how to take some action. So uh, what shape that might take or whether that's – I mean, I don't know. Do you really – I mean, okay. If you want to, if you want to get government and stuff on board, that's fine. Um, but that doesn't happen overnight either.
0: Do we have to say this now? Was Kyrie right? Oh God. I, uh,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I don't. I don't want to admit that. <laughs> but.
0: No, but was he right? But, yeah, mm-hmm. the Mavs the Clippers series has been a fun one for us, at least. Uh, I've been enjoying watching the games. Luka's doing everything he can, but Paul George finally showed up the other night. You talked about the uh, the anxiety he was going through earlier. So, Luka done a good job, but I think the next game the Clippers will finish it off, because it wasn't even close the other night. Um, well, if
1: the Clippers show up, yeah, that that's not really a contest, but... Yeah.
0: But the Mavs have made it a series, man. I can't say they haven't. It's been a really good series. Uh, speaking of going off, Jamal Murray stepped up the other night down 3-1 to the Jazz. Murray was unconscious in the second half as he led the Nuggets on a comeback win against the Jazz. The Jazz Nuggets series, another interesting one. The first game goes to overtime. Then the Jazz went three straight pretty decisively. Nuggets come back; they're not done yet. So really hard to uh, hard to pick a winner here. Jazz got to win one more. Boy, they miss Bogdanovich right now. I guarantee that. But Mike Conley's back. Donovan Mitchell's playing great. Uh, Royce O'Neal's done well. Gobert's doing a good job on Jokic for the most part. Um, you know, it's it's a pick 'em at this point. Could go once we see Game Six. It's going to be uh, come down to either, you know. Denver's got to need two, Jazz need one.
1: If it goes to seven, the winner of game seven will be victorious.
0: Well, I tell you what, nothing gets past you. And nothing will get past you if you go check out StripCamFun.com. If you go over to StripCamFun and check them out, great sponsor here on the program. Go check them out, and you'll be doing what Tim's doing on this video, and I'm not even going to describe it to you because it's too scary. (laughs) Go check them out, StripCamFun.com. Let's hear some more from StripCamFun. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On stripcamfun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires, and you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over, because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone, must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Thanks again to our great sponsor, Strip cam Fun. It's StripCamFun.com. Go check them out right now. Well, that's the playoff updates. Uh, we've got more coming, maybe, at this point. I hope. As a basketball fan, I'm selfish. I want to see more basketball. I want to see these guys finish this season, but at the same time, if they choose not to, I kind of see it. I understand. Um, granted, personally, I don't know what it'll do, but if they're willing to do something to make a stand, then hey, more power to them, and I hope they're successful. I really, seriously, I, I'm not trying to, to sway anyone's political beliefs one way or the other. This has been a, a very, very crazy time at this point in, uh, in the NBA. will You agree with me there, Tim.
1: <laughs> with what? That last bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right back at you, buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you I can just, tell Tim's I just, having some fun with me on this video. It's the I first just, time he's ever seen me doing the yeah. show.
1: I just want everybody to get along. Is that too much to ask? Could yes. We... Apparently... <laughs> Well, or, or at the very least, those people who don't want to get along, can you just go back underneath your rocks that you crawled out from underneath and just stay there and leave the rest of us alone? No. <laughs> well, that's not you, you dipshit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's go. I called you a dipshit.
0: You got anything yes, to come back with there? I'm going to leave it alone. How big of you? I, it is. I like Literally. Think, I like to think it is. Well... I'll say this, Tim, with everything going on and everything, you know, we look at the NBA, it's been all over the place. Baseball, we don't know if they're going to make it to the finish line. College football, we, we've we talked about them uh, at nauseam. Not looking you, good.
1: Did you see some of the reports from some of the big schools that after four and five days their COVID tests are in the five, six, seven hundred kids already? I oh, am. Yeah. College sports is done. It, it ain't
0: happening. I don't see it happening either. I've I've actually been staying at home doing my classes online. That's kind of a, you know, they want us to flex. I'm just telling them I'm not coming back (laughs) at this point. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm staying here.
1: Well, it's (laughs) it's just, you know, a mess. I don't begrudge everybody for giving it a try. But what's what's the uh, you know what's the upper line for like how many COVID, how many positives does it take before okay this ain't working you know like yeah. six six hundred in five days like the, I don't know about you now maybe six hundred out of a student body population of I, I mean I don't know how many kids are I think that was at the University of Alabama I want to say
0: yeah um, it started down in like North Carolina Chapel Hill and- yeah
1: I don't know how many kids go there or how many kids are there right now. But 600, to me, seems like an awful lot. Um,
0: I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, it was just one of those things where they're talking about, like, it's a bad idea. Here locally, um, they're still talk, they, they, Our teachers went back to work yesterday at the schools. Uh, no kids yet. They've extended. The kids won't be back until September. And in our county, uh, the whole first semester is going to be online until the COVID numbers go down. Um, one thing that they've talked about is high school sports. They're still going to have high school sports. Out uh,
1: our high school sports, Nate, we... Li-
0: we- well, listen, as a, as a broadcaster, it, it, it's not worth risking these kids' health and safety, in my opinion. Now, one thing I will say is... They made an announcement the other day. Now take a listen to this.
1: The Oh, oh the, I saw this.
0: I know. Uh, you, you saw it, huh? The athletic body said no uh marching bands.
1: We're, we're 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 not concerned about the health of our players, but we're really worried about those trumpet guys.
0: I I couldn't figure it out. The it backlash no, the backlash no sense. was so intense. That they reversed it, and now marching vans will be allowed yeah, already.
1: well, that makes no sense. I mean it's either one or the other, and they can't have it both ways,
0: yeah, and they were trying to, but apparently no. uh, you're not just allowed to come to games uh you have to have um you have to be a relative like a close relative of a player or a band member I guess a cheerleader. I don't know if cheerleaders will be there or not I'm sure they will um unless you're media then you can't be at the games they're trying to limit the people in the stands i personally think this is just a bad idea in terms of sports this is not a good idea you
1: know again it, i don't think it is a good idea either but we're running that thin line now again i don't know about west virginia versus alberta but there's been a lot of talk up here about that people's mental health is taking a hit Yeah, that we at least have to try to get back to some sense of what once was as far as what we our daily routines, because we've altered everything. Like, you know, even going to the grocery store is not what it was six months ago. True. So while I applaud their although although in this case, I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's just a bunch of good old boys want their high school football, but yeah. uh, high school
0: football makes money. Got to remember that.
1: I, okay, but it, again, if if the multi millions of dollars in the NBA are worth putting on the line, then uh, are not worth putting on the line. Then high school football isn't either. Um, I feel sorry for any kid who's a senior who wanted to play, you know, or whatever. I don't know how all that's going to work out, but in the same breath. Again, I don't want to talk about COVID and politics and all that stuff, but how many people got to die? Like, I mean, one is too many.
0: Again, it's it's one of those things, and we're dealing with it. It's a new normal, and I hate it. And I hate that this whole episode has basically come down to COVID and talk oh, of, of politics but that's what's going on right now. It is
1: the realities of the world right now and fortunately or unfortunately depending on your viewpoints it is bleeding into every facet of life and sports is is one of them.
0: Yeah. Yes it is. Uh, let's I'm going to actually flip through here there's something we haven't talked about yet. The NBA draft lottery.
1: How have we not because,
0: talked about the draft lottery?
1: Because nobody cares.
0: I care. I care, sir. Well, I in care. the in
1: the sense of that, we know that the the Timberwolves will just blow that first pick. So. Probably,
0: but let's talk about it. Draft lottery happened on August twentieth. Um, the lottery happened via all over the the um, Zoom or whatever it may be. Here is the draft order. Getting the number one pick. My Minnesota Timberwolves. Where we go with it remains to be seen. I'm looking at you, Phoenix. How would you like that pick? Uh, oh, you're going to trade it to the Knicks for three guys nobody's heard
1: of. Then the Knicks will turn it into some guy. They'll draft someone nobody's heard of, and no one will get anything.
0: That's what's Sounds about right. Uh, number two, the Golden State Warriors. Then the Charlotte Hornets at three. Chicago Bulls get the fourth pick, Cleveland the five, Atlanta six, Detroit seven, New York Knicks, Washington nine, Phoenix 10, San Antonio 11, Sacramento 12, New Orleans 13, Boston gets the 14th pick as they have Memphis' pick, Uh so Boston gets that pick. Then Orlando, Portland, Minnesota gets another pick at 17 from the Brooklyn Nets, then Dallas, Brooklyn, Miami, Philly. Now listen to this. <laughs> I want you to hear this pick, how Philadelphia got this pick. Philadelphia got this pick from Oklahoma City via Orlando and Philadelphia. They literally traded enough to get their own pick back. <laughs> well, that
1: happens occasionally. I've seen yeah. that in hockey before, but still, you yeah. got to kind of wonder.
0: Yeah, Denver at 22, their pick from Houston. Utah at 23, Milwaukee from at 24. That was a part of the trade, I believe, with uh, Indiana to get Malcolm Brogdon. Oklahoma City has the pick from Denver. Boston at twenty six. The Knicks own the Clippers' pick, and Boston gets the thirtieth pick from Milwaukee via Phoenix. Um, and then, of course, the second round. But uh, there's more there. But yeah, Minnesota wins the draft lottery. What do they do with it? That's the question. and I know everybody's wondering, Nate. What do you think they'll do with it? A lot of rumors. A lot of uh, a lot of Lamelo ball talk. James Wiseman's been discussed. They don't need Lamelo Ball. There's been a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys out there. You know, we haven't even talked about the uh, we haven't even talked about the uh, the draft this year. There's just not much that we can really. I say. Can't,
1: I can't believe Lavar Le- Ball hasn't already come out and said there's no way he wants his kid going to Minnesota.
0: He hasn't said that yet, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, not that I've seen, but I'm surprised because. He's kind of a big fan of those big markets, so.
0: Well, apparently Anthony Edwards uh, is a name on Minnesota's list as well. Killian Hayes. Anthony uh, Edwards, uh, the guy from Top Gun? <laughs> Jesus.
1: No. Or or, or ER? The, the shooting ER.
0: guard from Georgia.
1: Oh, him. Oh, well, he's not yes, anywhere he's near as important. Player. Well, I think Anthony Edwards. Well, no, wait a minute. That was volleyball. Sorry. Jeez.
0: Uh there's a lot of good players coming in this draft. Just nobody really stands out. You know, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, of course James Wiseman's another guy, the guy he left Memphis to focus on the draft, big guy seven one, two thirty five, Killian mm-hmm. Hayes, another name, Anokia Okuga or ok- Okongwa? I believe is his name. Obi Toppin. Uh a lot of names here. Just nobody that really jumps ben. out and really makes you get excited.
1: I mean, maybe you take ball if you can get it written into the contract that his father's not allowed within like fifty miles of the facility.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, we got snow in Minnesota to do that. That might keep him away.
1: Um, I mean, what does Minnesota really need? <laughs> Shooting. So I was going to say a shooter, right? So I, I guess wouldn't he. Be mad if we took I
0: he, Edwards? I really wouldn't. I'm hoping. I'm seriously <laughs> hoping. If if we can somehow will and deal and who do and somehow come up with a trade and and land a, a good star, a third star to go next to Russell and Towns. That's what we need, and I'm hoping we can do that. I even posted online the other day, Minnesota should trade the pick and get a good, solid asset. Everyone's available except Russell and Towns in this trade if I'm them. Nobody else.
1: You need to go and remove that tweet right now oh. or post if it was Facebook. Yes, you do because if the Minnesota franchise sees that, there ain't no way it's happening.
0: You're probably right. Um, Edwards, I enjoy, you know, for the most part. He's got some potential. I don't know, man. It's just it figures we land the number one pick in a draft where we got to really think about it.
1: Yeah, where there's no consensus, number one, yeah, really,
0: yeah. I mean, we grad Towns a few years back. And that's been the best pick probably of the franchise ever. <laughs> I mean, God. him or Garnett. Dude, um, it's
1: pretty sad when you – when I mean, granted, the Timberwolves haven't been around for a long, long time, but a while.
0: 31 pretty,
1: years. Pretty sad to say that you can come up oh, our best pick. Well, that's easy.
0: <laughs> Either Towns or Garnett. I mean, Man, it's it not really
1: – <laughs> Yeah, and then after that, it's a significant drop
0: off. It is. Speaking of a significant drop off, let's go to our. Actually, Wait, let's talk about my weight, mate. No. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, because it's not significant drop off.
0: Well, let's take a second here and hear from our good friends at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Oh, I like those guys. Those are good people. They've got great stuff. They got a bunch of Funkos still in that you need to check out uh, at Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Check them out and we will, we will hear more from them right now. If you're into comic books and collectibles then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop Funkos, vintage video game system, vinyl records and other collectibles. Retro and Vintage Collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say,
1: Oh my God!
0: Currently they run on Facebook and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Thanks again to our great support over at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Facebook.com. Slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check them out. They are on Facebook. They've got some great stuff up. Go check out the deals. Now, one of our favorite segments as we wind down the show here, it's time to talk about something, Tim, that involves one of my favorite teams.
1: Harlem Globetrotters?
0: No. Let's hear about the Unsolved Mystery. Oh, Chapmanville Taggers. Let's hear the unsolved mystery. The <laughs> West Beckley, even, West Beckley, I didn't even go to Chapmanville. I didn't even go to Chapmanville. I went to Logan. <laughs> I know that.
1: That's why I said Chapmanville Tigers. Because why the hell would I say, what is it, Logan Wildcats? Is that the? Yeah. Oh, no, Chapmanville Tigers, man. Come on. Even the only, I Canadian
0: I, only Canadian I know that cares about Logan County basketball.
1: No, I care about the Chapmanville Tigers. I don't really care about anybody else. All
0: right. <laughs>
1: although I am, I admittedly, I am a bit of a Logan Wildcats fan in football, although that was depressing.
0: <laughs> Buddy, you got that right. Uh, all right, let's hear it. Let's hear from it right now. The story. Coming out from behind the Super Bowl back in 2002, let's hear it now, the story of Super Bowl 37. Was there a plot to sabotage a team's Super Bowl win? Could there ever be a Super Bowl that was purposely thrown for one coach to help another? At Super Bowl 37, Tim Brown and Jerry Rice think that may be a possibility. Did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl really deserve to be celebrated? Or was it another case of, I'll help my man out right now? We'll dive into this vicious rumor and try to figure out was the Buccaneers Super Bowl 37 win a thrown job by the Raiders? On this week's Wide Men Unsolved Mystery. So the Super Bowl 37 fiasco, everybody's probably saying, what's the unsolved mystery here, Nate? Let's take a listen, shall we? So we all know the Barrett Robbins story. The day before the Super Bowl, he disappears to Tijuana and gets wasted like there's no tomorrow, fully believing his team has already won, which in turn leads him being replaced for the big game and ending up, ending up in the Betty Ford clinic. Recently, though, Tim Brown believed there was some foul play prior to Super Bowl 37 by Bill Callahan, a notion teammate Jerry Rice then supported. They both, along with a few others, thought the game plan they went into the Super Bowl with for most of the week had changed last minute potentially to help John Gruden get the Super Bowl win, who was Callahan's buddy. It's not often that players come out and say stuff like this, but two of the most respected on the team did, and in this situation, that's kind of hard to ignore. Callahan denied any theory, and then that he threw the game or he didn't want to win. But the mystery still lives on. What really happened to the team that week? Did Callahan throw the game, or was he just a bad coach? Did this whole ordeal cause Robbins, the Robbins episode, or should the Bucks Super Bowl be forever tainted? So, that's have you ever heard that before, that the game plan that the Raiders went into the Super Bowl with changed last minute and caused them to get just absolutely trounced by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, you got to
1: wonder about, uh, I mean, a 48-21 win by Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, and a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers for the Raiders. I mean, let's
1: be honest, okay, Super Bowl... Uh... Was it 37? Is this correct? Yeah, yeah 37. 37. Okay, well, it starts off like, I mean, what a what a shit show. I mean, Dixie Chicks sing the national anthem? <laughs> now now only known as the Chicks, I might add. Of course. As they prop Dixie. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Are we going to fully admit that a John Gruden coach team actually pulled off a 48-21 win in a Super Bowl?
0: I always say that Super Bowl belonged to Tony Dungy. And as a Buccaneers fan, Tony Dungy, that team was built around Tony Dungy. That team was coached by the coaches Tony Dungy put in place. They had the Tampa 2 defense that was the big thing there that really led to them being that that real power team defensively that everybody kind of got behind and teams, teams tried to copy that Tampa two defense, but they were not able to, uh, eventually it got figured out. But I mean, when you've got a team on defense, that consists of Derek Brooks, Brian Kelly, Warren, Sam Sapp, Sapp. Rice, Bo- Booger McFarland, John Lynch, Dexter Jackson. One of the greatest, they-
1: one of the greatest names in football, Booger
0: McFarland. God, okay. I love that name. Booger McFarland. Uh, Rondé Barber.
1: Was he in the uh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds uh,
0: movies? (laughs) God. Jeez. But, yeah, I mean, that was a great defense. Then on the other side of the ball, Keyshawn Johnson, Keenan McCardell, Joe Jarevicius was your receivers. Um, Michael Pittman, I still would think, was the running back there. And you still had one of my all-time favorites, Mike Allstott, running the ball. It's hard for me to think that Oakland would throw a game because you're in the Super Bowl. And ask Oakland, how many more times are you going to get there? They, yeah, had the, just, they had the quarterback MVP in Rich Gannon. They had Jerry Rice. They had Tim Brown. But it just never worked.
1: I mean, to throw a football game... I mean, you really need a lot of guys on board for that. I mean, it can't just be...
0: You can't it, just change the game plan and be like, oh, no, no, this is the play we're calling. If it ain't working, shouldn't you, the player, change the play? Even if you don't like what the coach is telling you, you can audible at the line. You'd
1: think. I mean, I mean, the only way you throw a football game is if a quarterback goes totally AWOL.
0: Yeah, and Rich Gannon's not that guy.
1: Well, and that's pretty... I mean that's that's a hard thing to disguise. Yeah. You definitely. know, unless unless you were crappy all, you know. Sure if you're, you know, RG3 or somebody like that who was Well, if bad,
0: you're RG3, you ain't going to be in the no Super Bowl. That's true too. Like unless your quarterback like unless somebody like maybe took your quarterback's legs out at the airport, then maybe you've got Yeah,
1: but, but even that. I mean, that's noticeable, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty hard to hide uh You know, I I don't know what I was thinking when there was four guys wide open, two in the end zone, and I threw that ball into the fifth row. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's not easy to – I mean, there's a lot of guys on a football team, and one guy might have a bad – I mean, hell, that probably happens, like, for other reasons where somebody has a bad day. You know, you just stop throwing to it. Let's say a guy stops – he doesn't catch anything. Okay, well, how many times are you going to throw to him after he drops? Two or three. You know they just don't bother throwing to you anymore. So, uh, yeah, I yeah I I mean that sounds like a lot of sour grapes to me.
0: Yeah, it's kind of what I was thinking as well. Uh, I'm looking at the rosters here. I'm gonna find uh, the Raiders roster here. I did the Tampa ones for well, I mean,
1: I mean, Oakland had a, I believe it had one of the like best offenses in the league that year. It was the
0: best offense against the best defense. That's what it came down.
1: Okay, so to. and the best lot- defense won. <laughs> So okay, so let's let's say all right. Let's let's say okay they did throw it. Why?
0: I never understood why they would. Uh let's see here. Here's some of the names. Uh, Melvin Barnett, on Oakland team, Tim Brown, uh Philip Buchanan. Who was
1: uh, who was who was running back for Oakland? That's what I'm this. looking
0: for. Rich Gannon, Charlie Garner. Uh, let me let me find the starters here. And they
1: had to have had a better uh, half decent running back, or they weren't wouldn't have the number one offense
0: in the league. That's that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking for the starters here. Tampa Bay and Oakland. Here we go. Um, Sebastian Janikowski, my guy. Char- Charlie Ga- Charlie Garner was the starting running. Yeah, player. you're right. Yeah, Char- Charlie Garner. Got the start.
1: Okay, what did Charlie Gunner do in 2003? Let's see. Oh, good Lord. Okay, they had no running game whatsoever.
0: So it must have been the passing game. Yeah,
1: they had no running game to speak of. So, okay.
0: they had Jerry Porter, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice. Jerry Porter, West Virginia fame. Okay, well, if you got Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. Well, they had what? Charles and Rod Woodson both uh, on the other side of the ball. Here's, here's your name. You remember Bill Romanowski. Oh, yes. Linebacker.
1: Yes. Denver Bronco, I believe. Ron yeah. Woodson was on that team, too.
0: Yeah, uh Rod and Charles Woodson. Napoleon Harris was there. Uh, Regan Upshaw was a pretty solid player, I thought. Tampa starters were Brad Johnson, Michael Pittman, Mike Allstock, Kane McCardell, Keisha, John. John Johnson started a tight end. Then they had Greg Spires. That's the that's the guy in the front four. I can never remember is Greg Spires, Warren Sapp, Chardick Darby, Simeon Rice, Dwight Smith, Shelton Quarles, Derek Brooks, Brian Kelly, Rondé Barber, John Lynch, Dexter Jackson. So, yeah, I mean that's a good defense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I mean, think o- you, you can get we- mad all you want, Oakland. You just got your ass beat. Yeah, I mean when
1: you look at the stats from that game. Okay. Gannon goes twenty four of forty four for two seventy two and five interceptions,
0: and they were down, so he had to throw.
1: So he had to throw. Uh, Brad Johnson only goes eighteen of thirty four for two fifteen. I mean, yeah. he didn't he didn't light anybody
0: up. Game manager, all Brad Johnson ever was was a game manager. So it was the defense, they yeah, because pass, they I
1: only scored. I was gonna say they only scored twenty one points on offense. Yeah. Why, minus whatever field goals they might have had. but. Yeah. Oh, Martine
0: Grammatica, baby.
1: I mean, Michael Pittman was around for 124, which is a pretty good day in the Super Bowl. Can't argue with that. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't even think Allstock got in the end zone. Uh,
1: yeah, he had one touchdown.
0: He have one, okay.
1: Pitt, Pittman had none. Mike uh, Allstock,
0: Mc- touchdown fiend.
1: Keenan McArdle, two two TD receptions, and that's your offensive points. So they all, yeah. those five interceptions must have resulted in. A,
0: I think Dexter Jackson had three interceptions returned for a touchdown.
1: Yeah, okay. So, I mean, how was, was he the, he must have been the MVP. He was. Yeah, okay. Well, with that, he should be. It sounds to me like uh, Oakland just was on the, you know, But Uh, still, a superior defense beat a superior. Yeah,
0: you don't hear that. that Don't hear that, especially from guys like Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. And Tim Brown would be a Buccaneer like a year or two later, which is surprising. But they really thought that the Raiders threw the game. So I don't know. Uh, An unsolved mystery, to say the least. Even though I think we've solved it, but no. I mean,
1: it's hard. It's hard to believe that there's a Super Bowl uh, controversy that doesn't involve the New England Patriots. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, another one, another unsolved mystery was who actually should be charged with Deflategate. Uh, well, no, maybe-
1: nobody. Just <laughs> stupid. That whole thing is just dumb. Well.
0: well, Tim, I believe we've come close to our time here, so we're going to call it for this week, as uh, we tried to record here on a new format, and I apologize if anything cut out or or anything like that, I'm going to try and hook directly into my internet box next week to make sure that I have the absolute best broadband I can get. So, again, we thank all of you for tuning in. We're sorry for the political rants and commentaries that we had, but right now, that's what's going on, and unfortunately, that's what we have to deal with. So, you know, hopefully we get our sports back, um, you know, selfishly, but uh, also... I'll say this out there: just uh, be good to each other, no matter what, no matter your color, no matter your preference on relationships, no matter what, and your politics, your no matter politics, religion, anything. Be oh, good to each funny. other. Just, it, well, like, just, what's what's the golden let, rule? What, what's the, the golden rule? Growing well, up,
1: the golden rule is no, it's he who has the gold mix, the rules, but. That's
0: true. But the and, other goal, treat others the way you wish to be treated. That's right.
1: Just let, you know, you can have a difference of opinion on things. It's okay.
0: You can disagree on things. You don't you have, can, not everybody should agree on everything.
1: Well, and you don't have to take it to extremes. You can, you know, I can call you, you know, we do it all the time. You know what? I don't agree with you on that. But that doesn't, I, I don't try to burn your house down. I make no, we make fun of you and vice versa. And you, know, <laughs> you take your lumps. and Yeah, but I mean, come on. Some stuff, life is too short, man. Some things are, I mean, not that stuff's not important. Don't get me wrong. But some things aren't important, and people tend to magnify some of that stuff way too much. Let's just uh, try to treat everybody better. As you said, try to treat people how you'd like to be treated. Unless you're uh, say, the masochist or something like that
0: and then if you like that, find somebody that's into that,
1: yeah, that's right i mean there's there's a you know you can be you can get your groove on and your weird your weirdness on put your your freak flag and all that, whatever you want to call it I'm all good all, yeah, I'm good with all of it, just uh let me fly let me fly mine too, that's all
0: absolutely, remember we're all members of the same race, the human race,
1: yeah, Thanks, everybody. Is-
0: it's got to stop,
1: people. got to stop.
0: Bogus. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, Bogus, I heard, yes.
1: I heard a rumor that uh, Virginia would like to make a trade with West Virginia for Bogus and Hoff. Uh, apparently, the Wawa is suffering in Virginia.
0: <laughs> that Wawa will be suffering for lack of employees if we brought them over. All right. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks to our great sponsors, everybody out there. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think of the new format and how it sounds. Because uh, we're really working hard to try to make this permanent. Uh Thanks again, everybody. And until next time, we'll see you. Tim, anything? Uh, no. All right. Everybody have a good night. Later, people. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network, located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump. For more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, Epin Flash, iHeart Radio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, where you can check them out at StayClassyMeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter, at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Men Radio Network. I want to take a second and apologize for this episode being a day late and also want to apologize for some of the cutting out and issues that I've been having audio wise here recently on the past few episodes of wide men can't jump. I will hopefully have this issue resolved next week as I plan on connecting directly to my internet straight through a line. So I'm thinking that might be the solution we're looking for. Also, thanks again for everybody sticking with us through this as we're trying to switch platforms and trying to come up with a new way to record this is new to tim and i and we're trying our best and we're going to make this happen we hope you enjoyed this episode hope the sound quality wasn't too much and i know a lot of stuff has happened uh since we recorded this episode and again i apologize for it being late and uh, i'll try not to have this happen again and again thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you on the next edition just hang with us and uh We'll be back and we'll be better than ever. And hopefully we can keep this really good audio quality. So thanks again.